Yo, here we go again. Thank you for stepping into the Coach's Box. I'm your host, Coach JP3, joined today by Coach Murph. And NFL free agency has been absolutely bananas this offseason. I can't remember a, a time where all these big names moving around, uh, new faces and new places. So we're going to try to unpack at least some of it. There's no way we're going to be able to get to everyone today. Uh, but we're going to talk about some of the bigger names that, that have dropped recently and, and what we think about their new locations and what does that mean for their former teams. Uh, and so, Coach Murph, let's start with Devontae Adams. Let's start. Everybody said, okay, he's probably going to stay with Rodgers in Green Bay, and he's like, ah, no, nah, I'm good. I'm going to the Raiders. So how do you feel about the Devontae Adams move? Uh, I'm not going to lie. I love it off the strength of between – Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, I don't know who frustrates me more based off of how they went about things this – well, Aaron Rodgers the whole season and then Brady with his two months retirement and be like, oh, guys, I'm back. Like, I'm just annoyed with both of them. So with Rodgers, I'm just like, you know what? You talk all that mess as if, like, you were the sole reason why your stats were so good. So now it's time to see what, what you can do with your best – best receiver being what Lazard <laughs> so it, it'll be an interesting season um and then you got Ty or was the Tanyan coming off of that uh, ACL injury so it'll be interesting like how they move forward the Raiders that was with everything that was happening in that AFC West division. That was literally the best move you can make. And the fact that they got on for a first and a second rounder this year, mm -hmm. that's huge. That's huge. So, uh, for the people that don't know, I mean, Derek Carr and Devontae Adams have a history. They played together at Fresno State back in college. So, it made sense why he went there. Um, word was around that the contract he got was also offered to him mm -hmm. by Green Bay, but he decided to go the other way. And he, I believe that stemmed from, well, first they franchise tagged him. Um, so I don't know if that contract came before or after, but he mentioned before, like, hey, if you franchise tag me, like, I'm a, he was going to be pissed about it. Mm -hmm. So I'm assuming it came after. And then also, um Aaron knew about the contract before he signed his own so I just think he was just fed up with the Aaron Rodgers situation and the fact that they waited so long to give him a contract anyways because it's been said for years that he was one of the best receivers top three in the league so I mean why do you have to wait so long to sign them like it doesn't make any sense so I like the move I feel like this is going to be a huge year for Derek Carr because this is the first time he's had somebody of this caliber yeah. what the best he's had was probably Amari Cooper when he came in when he's like a rookie mm -hmm. and he was only there for probably like what three years two yeah. three years so I'm, I'm interested I, I, I love the move I love the move yeah, I, I love it, too. The Raiders, I, you know, through everything that they've gone through last year, uh, being able to bounce 
back strong to even have a better year. You know, they're able to still, you know, get in. And um, I I look at it in terms of, I think they they made the smartest move for themselves because they're like, yo, everyone else in this division is making moves. And right now we're looking like number four mm-hmm. in, the, in the division right now. Devontae Adams changes that. That, that. that makes it look like, okay, maybe the Broncos are perhaps number four now, like mm-hmm. solidified number four. Uh, yeah, like you said, the history with, with Adams, I think is key. When I look at the combination of Adams and Waller on the field at the same time. Yeah. And then you got, and you got Josh Jacobs, who's a, a beast of a back. So you, you have a three-headed monster. You got um, Hunter Renfro, who is an excellent wide receiver as well. Um, <laughs> was it Brian Edwards? Uh, I know is a pretty good receiver. He didn't get yeah. as much playing time as the others, but he made the most of his time, I felt, last year. And you know what about you bringing up uh, Hunter Renfro? The fact that he had an amazing year being the number one, now he's the number two, able to do that kind of damage. Mm-hmm. So... I feel like this is an underrated move. Like, what? Where would you pl- place them in the their division? Like, do you think they will be a solid three? I honestly think they could be a number two. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would lock them in at number two. Um, well, you know, in their group chat uh, with Coach Pace, how he was saying that the Chiefs were looking like the the bottom, uh, but then you know they just signed Juju, which is a I mean, I'm not a fan of Juju, but for their situation, they needed a receiver like that that can, you know, divert the defense a little bit. Because, I mean, Juju did good with, you know, Antonio Brown being his number one. Now he's paired with Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. So now he's basically back in the position he was before, but even better. And he has a better quarterback. So, um, I think – I think with that, their chemistry that they have already, just adding Juju, and they have the better coach, in my opinion, and Andy Reid. I I just can't see them being, not being number one. And then I will put the Raiders. Um, I'm indifferent about the the Chargers, Broncos, who will be three and four though. Yeah, because you got Khalil Mack on the Chargers, which helped their defense out a lot. Uh, the secondary is still. Wait, didn't they pick up J.C. Jackson too? I think so. I think yeah, so they picked up a another secondary player, so that helps. And let's not forget they got they signed Crosby to the deal, and we're able to get Jones too, right, Chandler Jones. So like, oh yeah, yeah, man, yeah. like the Raiders are going to be like it, it's it's their division to like squander i think when it comes to at least like because their ceiling is number one now their ceiling is number one because of the moves that they made on both sides of the ball Mm -hmm. so if they finish the year number one but i think their basement if they play at least decent would be um i would say three is the lowest and that's and that's only if the chargers additions also work yeah, because uh, they have a head start being together. The Chargers do at least on offense. So it, it may take a couple games for the Raiders offense to mesh a little bit. 
and those new faces. So I'd say at the very lowest, I, I think this really puts the Broncos in the basement right now because their weapons are much better than as much as I like Judy, Jerry Judy, um, mm. and, and, and the other host of wide receivers, Cortland Sutton and stuff. Yeah, I mean, the Raiders' weapons are better than the Broncos' weapons. And Russell Wilson has a tough time finishing the years off on the second half of the year. I was going to say the same thing. It's just hard for me to put the Raiders below, too, because even though I feel like the – well, the learning curve will be on the defense because offensively you'll have to see how Devontae works in the system and how they'll – but outside of that, I mean, you already had the chemistry with the quarterback. Like, it's been years since y'all played together, obviously. But, I mean, I doubt that Adams changed much. If anything, he just got better, and Derek Carr did too. So, mm-hmm. I think if for them, it would just take, like, a game or two. And then, I mean, you're just thinking about Waller having a big season last year. Renfro having a better or a great season last year and then you just throw in Adams I'm just like it's fun I'm actually a part of this um this fantasy league it's the dynasty league and it was it's 32 um teams and I actually picked up Derek Carr this was I picked him up like weeks ago and then like when this happened I just went into the comments I was like hey that Derek Carr put pickup is looking looking real sexy right now <laughs> yes uh, his, his his fantasy stock like rose a lot throughout the last couple of days like with them being able to make all those moves he's definitely in a better position than he was last year uh and i'd say the only reason why i say basement is three is because i'm not real sure what the coaching is going to look like you know you had an interim coach and you know last year and stuff like that so when those when those division games and the games get tight a lot of times it boils down to, to coaching and, you know, the, the other, you know, the other coaches have a head start in that sense too. Uh, you know, you talked about Juju, so I guess we could transition to Juju. So uh, yeah, like, yeah, he thrived most when Antonio Brown was the number one wide receiver and now he is what third. <laughs> so like, by, yeah, you know, Kelsey, you know, Kelsey and Hill. So Juju's going to be wide open most plays. Why <laughs> single coverage, line him up. He's going to be able to beat his man. So I, I, I'm really happy for Juju because I think this is a better offense for him to thrive than in Pittsburgh, as much as it pains me as a Pittsburgh fan to see him go. Mm. For, speaking for him individually, I think this is a good move for him. Uh, you know, Kansas City, the, their defense is still the big question mark in that division. Uh, you know, I know they were able to replace Tyron Matthew. Um, but I'm just wondering uh, how quickly they're going to be able to mesh on the defensive side of the ball. If, if that's going to actually improve their defense or is it going to keep it right where it's at? Because even if it stays consistent right where it's at, it still wasn't that good <laughs> to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think they got better necessarily on the defensive side of the ball. And plus, I mean, it didn't help that Patrick Mahomes had a, dad, a bad year in his standards. Like, but like his first couple seasons, he just looked superhuman. So I think they just kind of like fed off of that and was just like, oh, well, let's just keep plugging in stuff to get this offense together because he would just overcome the defense. But it's just like, well, he is a great quarterback, but those are still abnormal numbers. So they, they do need to get back to building up that defense. And then also it doesn't help that 
you know, Andy Reid is more of an offensive guy. So, of course, he's going to go. He's so pro offense. Um, but I, I like to pick up the two places that uh, I was hearing with Juju was being um, with the Chiefs. And then there was also word going around with Philly. Um, I would have liked that move as well, personally. Like I said, not a big fan, but also knowing, like, we have our number one. Devontae Smith is our number one. Juju will be a, a nice complimentary piece. Um, and Great, then, you know, being <laughs> – Yeah. And then, like – and plus, like, really, you don't got to really move, Juju, you know? <laughs> but um, I, I have a love-hate, which a lot of Philly fans do, with other Philly fans. So, like – of course, I, I follow a couple Philly fan pages, and they're just, like, so wishy-washy, and they're just like, oh, people don't want to come here because they don't want to play with the average quarterback that uh, and a run-first offense with a quarterback that can't really throw. But early in the season, they was all on Hurts, like, oh, yeah, he's our guy. And then now it's like, oh, is he not? And I'm like, everybody is so pressed to make the big move but then if you make the big move and it doesn't pan out, then what you going to say? Who are you going to blame? So Philly tried to get Russ. That makes sense. Philly wanted to get Watson. That makes sense. But, like, there's only so much you can do. Literally both of those were out of your control because they had trade clauses. So – or, like, no trade clause. So it's like if they don't want to be there, they don't want to be there. So, like, um, stop it. It hurts is our guy. <laughs> the only thing that I wish is that we have three first round picks. I would hate if we had to use all three picks this year. I would rather them. I was hoping that could, they could pair a trade, at least get rid of one or two of them for a great player. Or I'm even open for them trading one or two of them and getting draft compensation for next year. Um just in case if hurts because like right now i'm just like a year by year thing where hurts so i'm like i felt like he played well enough this year to get a second shot plus it was his first full year but if he just seems stagnant this year and i don't see no incline that will be the purpose to trade for a first round or using some first round of this year to get a first rounder next year just so you could possibly get you a quarterback but we'll see but Juju was a nice pickup for the Chiefs. I was saying that last year that they needed to – they need that secondary receiver so that they're not getting triple, double team all game like Tyreek and Travis Kelsey. But You're, you're right because, yeah, they, they were trying to get him last year too, and Juju just decided to do the one-year deal with Pittsburgh just to see how things go. And he probably looked and was like, well – Big Ben's retiring, and it wasn't that fruitful even when he was there the last couple of years. So mm -hmm. I guess I'm going to go ahead and bounce now. <laughs> this is yeah. my time to go. Uh, he he should have left last year. He should have. He should have. I think that would have been better for him, quite honestly. Uh, the other big name is Deshaun Watson, man. So I, I was like, yo. So, you know, all the drama with Baker, too. You know, so this whole situation I found extremely interesting. So, so Baker puts the cryptic message on social media saying, hey, I gave him my all. 
you know, I love Cleveland and everything like that. And people are like, whoa, is this a goodbye message? I guess Baker's on his way out. And he said, yeah, I'm demanding. He's basically like, yeah, I'm demanding a trade. And the Browns is like, ha, that's what, yeah, we're not going to trade you. So then everyone was like, well, what's going to happen now? Baker says he wants out. The Browns say not so fast. And I thought Baker, you know, did a pretty smart move for his career as far as being, you know, quote unquote classy about it. And was like, because you know how Baker sometimes can go off the reel and you're like, like after the Super Bowl. And you're just <laughs> like, bro, like you're being childish. Uh, but he took, I think he took a mature route and was just like, he set himself up so if the Browns would have kept him, if, if the Browns kept him and, and trotted him out on week one, the fans would have like went berserk in his favor because mm. he's like, the, that was the best option at the time. Uh, and if he didn't and they sent him away, then he set himself up for maybe a decent career somewhere else because other teams were like, hey, you know, this guy gives his all and loves the city that he plays in. So I thought that was pretty smart on his part. But then, you know, for all of a sudden the bomb to drop today, like, oh, yeah, Deshaun Watson is a Cleveland Brown. And not, ju not just a Cleveland Brown, but a five-year fully guaranteed $230 million Cleveland Brown. I'm oh. like, boy. First, I'm not going to lie. I will request a trade, too. Like, I'm sitting there trying to get a contract, and then this guy just come right off the street and be like, hey, $230 million guaranteed. This dude <laughs> like, came off of, like – serious serious allegations and we'll still go through civil suits because he'll most likely be out for a couple weeks you know through just through the civil stuff um the nfl will probably suspend him for a few games and it's like you gave that guy the fully guaranteed contract i yeah if i was baker i know we make fun of him a lot on this show but i would definitely be feeling some type of way for sure i um there i've been looking around the the trade package hasn't been released yet um there is word that or not word but they're saying that um or it's looking like baker isn't a part of that package so he will not be going to houston uh he so obviously they're going to trade him at this point because they got deshaun but um he said that he prefers to go to the colts I don't think that's going to happen because I don't think the Colts want them. They're not trying to go off the back of Carson Wentz and follow up with Baker Mayfield. <laughs> um, I I can see probably possibly a Jimmy G there. I feel like he's the most solid QB available that's on the move that would fit them. Someone that's like, hey, we have a run game. Jimmy G knows how to play his position. It's just going to be tough in the playoffs when they're like, okay, we're just going to make Jimmy G beat us. So, but you'll you'll do that when you get there. But you know, with Baker, you probably won't make it. Um, some other teams, the Falcons, because the Falcons thought they were going to get Deshaun, yep. but that flipped on them. <laughs> uh, Seattle, and then what was the other team? Uh, Panthers and Saints. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know what would be the best fit for him. Because I don't all these teams, I really only see him being a stopping gap because I just, he's just not that good to me. You know, and though he's not the greatest and 
probably the bottom half of the league as far as like quarter starting quarterbacks. He's in the bottom half for sure. If I was if I was Indy, I I wouldn't mind it at this point. I are you really going to be able to get any better? At least Baker is available. I know he's coming off the the torn labrum, but like at least he's going to be available. You know what you're going to get. Jimmy G, you don't know if he's going to make it through the season. Baker does do best when he has a solid running game. Jonathan Taylor, you know, is almost as good as it gets right now as far as the running back position. And then they, they have some, you know, other running backs to switch it up. They have the wide outs for him. So technically he would have better weapons than he did in Cleveland all across the board. It's talking about across the board. Yeah. Uh, so that might hide some of his deficiencies at the quarterback position because they do have so much talent around him and they have a, a great defense uh, as well. So I, I wouldn't mind seeing Baker in, in Indy. I don't think there's many better options out there for them, honestly. I still got to think about it. I think the only thing that may play in his favor, like, yeah, overall the Colts are a better team offensively, but maybe him being in a dome and not being in the cold as much being in Ohio and in Cleveland, maybe that'll help. Um, but I just wouldn't, I just wouldn't risk it. And the division. And the, I mean, if you do a decent job, you're going to be second in the division to the Titans at the word, you know, because you're looking at the Jaguars who have done nothing but lost people in the offseason, most of their talent. And then um, you have the um, uh, Texans who, I mean, who do they got really right now? So picks. Picks. They have a bunch of picks. They have a bunch of question marks, you know. Yeah. So Baker, if he has a decent year, will be second in the AFC South, which might be enough to get him to the playoffs. I mean, even Carson, through all his ups and downs, was one game away. Yeah, so. Now he's a commander. Now he's a commander. Um, and I'm very interested to see that playing Philly twice a year. Uh, I wonder how those games are going Oh, they're going to get after him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> them boys are going to get after him. It's going to be it's going to be just like that. Uh, you know, they're Philly going to be stunting on them with the stunting on the X. You know, Carson Wentz is the X. They're going to be like, hey, this is our guy, Carson Wentz. And then the defense is going to be like, you wasted some years on us. <laughs> yeah. So. You know, back to the Browns for a little bit. You know, I would like them to see – I would like to see them get one more wide out, you know, because if you're you, – you, you know, you lost Odell last year, uh, you released Jarvis, you pick up Amari Cooper, which is great. Um, but, you know, is Donovan Peoples-Jones like that guy that's going to step up and be a solid number two? Uh, they lost Austin Hooper uh, to the Titans. So I know they have David and Joku um, still, you know, but there's there's some there's some question marks there as far as the wideouts for for the Browns, especially because Amari, as good as he is, has been known to disappear at times randomly, you know. So um, that could hinder some of the progress that Deshaun Watson could have. I like to see them getting another solid wide receiver uh, to kind of balance that out a little bit. 
Yeah, because they don't have a – they won't be able to get – unless if they try to make a trade and get a first-round pick, a second-round pick, because mm-hmm. they're not going to have any picks to pick up one. And this is a deep receiver draft, so. Yeah. I would try to yeah. go get a receiver, and I would try to go get Robert Woods. Why not? The Rams are already saying he's say, on the He is on the market. Yeah. That wouldn't that be a bad look. And I think now – the Browns is going to be a possible landing spot for a lot of people. They're like, you know, Deshaun Watson's here. They have a great running game, great defense. Mm-hmm. I can go stick it out there for like, you know, two, three year contract and try to make this playoff run. I mean, they hopped up to 14 to one odds to mm-hmm. win the Super Bowl. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they're like Deshaun, Amari Cooper. Nick Chubb, I believe Hunt is going to be a part of that package to go to Houston, but we'll see. But if not, you'll have Hunt, or if you do get rid of him, you got uh, yeah, Johnson. Mm-hmm. So, and he did really good. I mean, you just have a good front line, so it really doesn't matter who you plug back there. Right. So, what? I'm curious. I'm I'm mad that this happened after I left Ohio because now that I think <laughs> about it. I would love to see the Browns versus Cincy to see Burrow and, and uh, you know, Jamar Chase go at it with Watson and Lamar Cooper. So, I'm um, – I mean, you'd just be seeing Eli Apple get burnt some more. You know, he got, was a one-year, four-year, uh, four, four million-dollar contract. I'm surprised they resigned. <laughs> yeah, I'm – I don't understand that either, but it looks like it's what it's like. Ohio is on the up and up now. I yeah. mean, you got Cleveland and and Bengals looking like playoff contenders. Mm-hmm. You got, I mean, you got the Cleveland Cavaliers about to make the playoffs. So yeah. I mean, like, all you need is OSU to get their stuff together and you know possibly make a run. You know. OSU and the University of Arizona, my grad school, are on the same bracket. They're both south. Yeah. So if they happen to both make a run, you know, with we us being number one, you know what I mean? Uh, if they happen to make a run, <laughs> if they happen to make a run, um, I hope that that happens. I would love to have them uh, face off and then I'll. I don't know where my loyalty would, would lie. I was about to ask you, you going to root for it in? Like, yeah, that's, tough. that's tough. I don't know, bro. I'm feeling so AZ. <laughs> ah, here you go. See, if it was football, I would go with OSU because, like, I, I really never rocked with the, the OSU basketball team. I just like players from there, um, here and there. But – I don't know. I wasn't a big college basketball guy. I just kind of watched the players I like. So I would probably just roll with Arizona since I go there now. <laughs> and plus, OSU, they dogged me when I came out of high school and tried to send me to a, a regional. So, I mean, and you ain't going to – I mean, you helped me get into Arizona. So where you Where you lose, Eli? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but it, I, I think your your point is is extremely valid about all of a sudden Ohio is a destination spot for professional athletes, particularly in football and basketball. So yeah, you could I, I agree with your point. Like if you're a wide receiver, it's like, yo, all the Browns are missing is me. Like 
Mm-hmm. I get there. It's it's a wrap. Like it's you know we got a, a strong shot here. Um, yeah, I I love you mentioning Robert Woods. Like that didn't even cross my mind, but he would be perfect. It would. The only two people that I have in mind now that you mentioned him is him, and then even though he had a horrendous season, Julio Jones wouldn't be a bad secondary piece over there too. Um, I mean, he Deshaun Watson is a better quarterback than Ryan Tannehill. That's all that needs to be said. So. And honestly, they might be able to do both if they really wanted to. And that's because, and I say that because Julio got cut. Yeah. So when you get yeah. cut, your stock is going is 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 way down. You know. So yeah, you'll pay a little bit for the name Julio Jones. But he's not going to be expecting a huge payday, right? Right off the bat. So actually, you will be giving Woods the majority of the money, even though he's coming off injury. You might be able to get a Julio Jones because you don't, you wouldn't need him to do too much, right? So with, with Amari and Robert Woods, you're just like Julio. You know, when we get down in the red zone, big man gets the football. You feel me? I'm gonna throw it up to you. You know, so like, I, I, and that will hopefully kind of sustain his career a little bit because there's not a lot of um uh he doesn't have to do as much but they're still gonna have to respect them they're not gonna be have you know leave them open they're not gonna leave them open and yeah. sometimes in the red in the red zone especially they're not gonna just single cover them because that's probably gonna be the primary target which is gonna open up stuff for Woods and Cooper I, I think I, if I were them I would aggressively try to pursue both of them just to see what happens yeah i mean it, it doesn't it doesn't hurt as far as i know the only thing i i've heard is that tom brady slid into julio's dms but uh, it's a wrap it's a wrap well, i mean we'll see we'll see because i mean he wants to win that's the reason why he went to the titans mm-hmm. yes tom brady is a winner but that team ain't going to be the same that it was it wasn't the what way it was last year how we expected it to be and i think it'll be even more so the same this year now you could put yourself with a bunch of younger guys. I mean, of course, Deshaun Watson is no Tom Brady, but I mean, he's a top tier quarterback. You got you a run game. You got young receivers. I mean, you have because receiver wise, Tampa has they signed Godwin, but he's coming off of a, an injury, and you have Mike Evans. But he had nagging injuries here and there throughout the season. So you got Amari Cooper. You have a great route runner. You have a great defense. He would be that big body receiver. And if they pulled off both, you got you a speed inside guy and Robert Wood. So I think that right now I feel like the Browns may give him a better – it'll put him in a better position to succeed versus being in Tampa even though it would be nice to play in a warm weather state. Would, it would, when you said that Tom Brady reached out, cause no, I mean, Tom Brady has a lot of juice. So like, if he reaches out to you, you you're going to take the offer seriously. And another thing is, yes, the, they did have some injuries there in Tampa with the right receiving core, but it's probably going to be a smoother pathway to the playoffs in the NFC than it would be in the AFC. Also, their division is not looking too high right now, too. It's not. The Panthers don't have a have a quarterback. The the Falcons Saints. 
are not, you know, the Saints don't have a quarterback. I mean, well, they have Winston. If they hold on to Winston, they'll have a quarterback, but not the top well, tier quarterback. Yeah, but like, I mean, Winston versus Brady. It's just a huge drop off. The Saints seem to have Tom Brady's number for some reason, the Saints defense. But yeah, but there's like, but Sean Payton ain't there anymore. True. True. So it's probably not going to look the same. You're right. So that's what I'm thinking. If Julio was like, I, the only thing missing in my career is that Super Bowl ring. It might be easier for me to get it to Tom with Tom because I'm just worried about, and with Aaron Rodgers losing Devontae Adams and he has, he, he's having to throw to Lazard and Valdez Scantling and Robert Tanyan and mm. Randall Cobb, if he's still there, you know, so like throwing those guys out. Okay. That makes Rodgers even that much more vulnerable. And then uh, now it's just the Rams. And if we can get the Rams, beat the Rams, then we might have a shot. At, I can get at least get into the Super Bowl again. Well, that would be interesting because, you know, speaking of the Rams getting Allen Robinson, which I feel like is a huge and underrated pickup. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, they're saying that it's looking like he they have uh, enough money to also sign Odell again um, because he won't be able to get the deal that he was projected to get because of that injury that happened in the Super Bowl. Um, you get Aaron Donald back. You do lose Von Miller, but um, the pickup for Buffalo, but they overpaid yeah. him. I think. I, I think that was the only way you were going to get him. And with where they're at being on the verge, you just have to take risks like that. Yeah. So. I, I understand and I respect the the risk in that, but um, and they need because they need something to help that secondary. Like they did good until they needed them to do good, and they <laughs> and they couldn't. So they need somebody to put pressure to make it a lot easier on them. Because I think about it, that game came to one play. Like if you stop them one time, if you stop the Chiefs one time during that game, you win. Von Miller could have been that playmaker that made the play just like he did for the Rams in, in a couple games to get them for the next round. So yeah, I, I definitely see your point there. So yeah, and like their their front seven isn't bad, but having someone like him that he's not as explosive as he was, and he's not playing alongside an Aaron Donald, but he brings that. Well, he, he brings that leadership to the defense and he has the knowledge to be like, okay, now this is what needs to be going on. So I like, I like that pickup, but as far for uh, the Rams, like their defense is pretty much the same. Their offense is pretty much the same. <laughs> so it, like, as much as I want to say they're my favorites to repeat, there is just so much going on that I just don't know what. Because a small part of me is just like, you know, whoever prevails out of the AFC West, they are the most battle-tested, so they will be my favorite. <laughs> They'll right. be my favorite. Right. So I'm like, I don't know. But Allen Robinson, he hasn't had – he's had up-and-down seasons. I understand the move. Uh, you know, instead of growing with Justin Fields in Chicago, you can go with 
you know, the proven quarterback, Super Bowl team. And, I mean, you'll have a similar role. You'll play off the Cooper Cup. Um, Players don't know what they're doing anyway. So, like, Kyle Robinson noticed that and was like, they can waste Justin Fields' career if they want to, but they're not wasting what's left of mine. Yeah. So, I'm curious how the Bears are going to move forward receiver-wise. They'll have um, Tyreek Cohen back. That's good. This year. So, I mean, that'll, you know, give him some help in the short pass game. But um, I feel like there's not much to say about the Rams picking Allen. Up. It just prevented them from stepping back with the Odell injury. And then also, because like if you don't pick them up and you just have, you have Robert Woods, you have Odell, you're just bringing back two people that are coming off of major injuries. So it's just like, okay, are they – how much of them are we going to have? But now you just have a solid guy to play off Cooper Cup. That's all you need. Yeah, that's really all you need. If he – he doesn't even have to be the Allen Robinson we saw in Jacksonville. If he's even a fraction of that, a good fraction of that, that's all That's all they really need from him. He's just getting single cover. And then everybody's going to be too worried about Cup. You saw what happened with Odell in the, the Super Bowl. He just ate up. Because everybody's like, get Cooper. And then when he went down, Cooper was like, all right, just give me the ball. <laughs> and he's still, he's still towards the defense. So um, I think they, they made the perfect move to not be set back at least. And one thing, rewinding back a little bit to, to the Raiders, and you were talking about them being competitive, and we were, we were thinking about the defensive side of the ball. With, with Crosby and Chandler Jones, mm. they are heavily pursuing uh, Stephon Gilmore. I didn't even know he was on the move. Is he like a free agent or is they? I think he just did a one year with the Panthers, if I'm not mistaken, mm. when they got him from the New England. But they are in contract discussions right now, like to try to get him away. If they are able to get a lockdown, they, they need him. They they, they will be my favorites. Yeah. They will not to win making it to the Super Bowl. But, well, actually, that wouldn't even sound too far-fetched. I will probably bet, like, $20 on that just because. But to win the AFC West, for sure. you telling me that you're getting pressure from Chandler Jones and Max Crosby with your best receiver being locked down by one of the best corners in the league? Actually, I can't even say one of the best. We'll just say the best because, I mean, I would say one of the best because it's Jalen Ramsey, but how he performed in the playoffs. Stefan's the best corner. (laughs) Uh, And then you got that offense. And then you don't have to worry about somebody like like Gilmore guarding someone like Adams. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Like, you'll see one of the best of the best in practice every day. And their their practices are going to be amazing, like, going at it. Yeah, yeah, Gilmore's going to take the opposing team's number one almost all out of the game. So, and if they don't get him, he's the top of their list. So the other guys would be like Joe Hayden, uh, Patrick Peterson, Dante Jackson, who also is uh, from the Panthers. Mm-hmm. So I, they're trying to get one of those guys, and I think that's very smart because that's a that's a glaring weakness for them. It, I mean, Hayden would be good, Peterson would be really good, but Gilmore would be great. 
Yeah, no, you need you you gotta pull that off by any means necessary. Yeah. You gotta cut, release players. You just gotta make it happen and just hope for the. You gotta hope for the best. Like that, that will be an amazing pickup for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's gonna be interesting. I, I, I'm just loving the move. It just makes this upcoming season that much more exciting to watch. Um. And I, I look at it, you know, I, I did my whole renouncing my Cowboys fandom. And so I'm not even going to talk about the Cowboys, um, but I am going to talk a little bit about the Steelers. So I say, you know, I'm just going to, I'm a ride with the Steelers. I respect the organization, respect the moves that they make. Uh, you know, since 1933, they've been solid. They only had a handful of head, head coaches in their history. So it's a stable organization. <sighs> And then, you know, like, I'm like, oh, man, we need to go out and get Watson, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I'm like, okay, we're going to get Watson. Oh, no, we'll get this guy. We'll get that guy. And then who we get? Mitchell. Mitchell Trubisky. And the backup for the Bills. And I'm saying it slightly disrespectfully only because I'm disappointed because I think there was – I wanted them to get something more. But I sure rather have Mitchell Trubisky as quarterback than, than anybody else they had on the on the roster. I you know then Dwayne Haskins and Mason Rudolph. I give me Trubisky at any point because as much as people make fun of him, he did get the Bears to the playoffs with twice, and we've seen what the Bears have done since. Uh, so despite that kind of chaotic organization, him being in a organization that's really good at developing players, he might not be too bad. Now that still makes us the worst team in the division right now. <laughs> but, um, hey, he gives us a shot at least. He gives us a shot. Uh, I am I was a little bit worried about losing Juju because I'm now like, now you're taking one of his weapons away. Who else yeah. are you going to get for him to throw the ball to? Because Deontay Johnson is not going to be able to put you on his back necessarily, even though he's a good wide receiver. Yeah. Uh, I, I do def- like their defensive moves, though, with Miles Jack, and they may get Tyron Matthew. Uh, that would be pretty good if you're, because uh, I think they're able to keep Minka. If you got Minka and Ty- Tyron Matthew back there uh, with Miles Jack and the linebacker with Devin Bush I, and JJ Water, I mean TJ Water, course, like, hey, great defensive moves, but yeah, yeah, I, I defensively, y'all played, y'all played it smart, giving. You know, TJ Watts, a lot more assistance on that. Um, that I just think it's going to have to be a big Najee Harris year for y'all because um, Trubisky, like, he's not a bad quarterback, but it just lo- he just looks worse than what he really is being in the division with those other quarterbacks. It's like, hey, you're with – Joe Burrow, who just came off of a Super Bowl run, you're in the, um, you know, in the same division as a Lamar Jackson, who was an MVP. You're in the same division as Deshaun Watson, who's viewed as a top tier QB. It's like, and then there's you. So, um, like we could go over in the division, bro. We lose all of the games in the division. Yeah, like I'm, I'm thinking this may be uh, the first losing season by Mike Tomlin. Yeah. I hope not, because um, I believe in him as a coach, 
and that's a great record to have and i want him to hold on to it but like i if he pulls it off he should be coach of the year regardless of his record that's right <laughs> like you nine said nine and eight nine and eight coach of the year, <laughs> coach of the year. <laughs> so we'll we'll see i i wouldn't be shocked if it just doesn't help that there's really no QBs in the draft this year. Mm. But it's just a lot of question marks. I was, I was telling a lot of people, I was like, this is literally looks like, you know, Madden, you know, see season five in a dynasty, you just like hop in and then you just see all these different players everywhere. Like, wait, when did Gilmore end up on the <laughs> saints or something like that so where the jaguars so um i'm really excited for this season i'm i'm this close this is the last year uh, i believe of sunday ticket on direct tv i'm like this close to biting the bullet on it because like NFL red zone isn't going to do this justice. Right. <laughs> so, so I'm like, and I get good games here and there being being in Arizona, but it's just too much going on. Like I, I just feel like I can't miss not one AFC West game. Um I'm actually excited to watch AST North games, like all of them. Yes. There, I gotta, I gotta watch my Philly game. Yeah, I gotta watch my game. so I'm just like, I might have to take a huge chunk out of the out of the bank account and and make something happen. So we'll see. Yeah, most definitely. And I think we covered a lot of bases tonight. Yeah, there's of course there were some other really good signings that we didn't get a chance to cover. Uh, you're going to hear from some of the other coaches throughout the week. So for those of you that don't follow us on social media, C-Box Podcast on um, all the major uh, social media platforms, uh, you're going to have, we're going to have uh, Coach Natty T and Coach J give some of their personal reflections on the uh, free agency frenzy that we've seen this week. And so they're going to talk about some of the hits and misses, um, some of the moves that they like. Uh, so, yeah, but man. I already can't wait. And I love basketball, but I'm kind of like, I want this to hurry up and end so we can get some football going on. Right? Yeah, like, man. It's going to be wild. But thanks for hanging out with us tonight. On behalf of Coach Murph, I'm your host, Coach JP3. Have a blessed weekend. Stay blessed. Stay safe, y'all. Peace.